Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. And hello. Welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you again on another, well, whatever night you're watching it. Because again, this is previously recorded previously recorded we're still going this route instead of doing a live broadcast for the time being just to see if uh, maybe we'll we'll pick it up again in the future where we'll try to do some more live broadcasting and um, we'll see how that goes but uh, as of now we're going to continue this route so uh, this will be uploaded uh, Friday Friday December the 8th and uh, this uh, year is almost over but uh, we'll we'll be uploading this, and you'll be able to see it. If you're on Let This Mind Being You uh, on Facebook, please uh, drop us a like. Uh, make sure you share with all your friends. And share this video with all your friends as well on your timeline. That would greatly help, so I'd appreciate that if you would do that. So Let This Mind Being You on Facebook and also on YouTube, please, if you can. Uh, maybe if you got a Facebook page, maybe even share the YouTube page. Um, the YouTube is starting to go to different things to where you can um, actually listen to it with your, you know, your screen off and everything like that. So, um, so that's there. Also, I want to mention about YouTube. So they have a podcasting, uh, which is audio version of all my uh, uh, past uh, videos that we've had on YouTube. And um, they're all on there as well under the podcast uh, uh, tab. The only thing is, is that uh, what I've noticed is there's a few episodes of there where they've cut out a lot of uh, content as well on some of the on some of the the podcast, uh, the audio version. So same thing Spotify was having problems with. So I went to my RSS feed, which this is nerd talk now, but I went to the RSS feed and everything's uploaded there. Um, so that's on podcasts, p o d c a s t s dot com. Just look up Let This Mind Be In You, and you can find it. The only thing is they don't have apps for smartphones and stuff like that, uh, I don't believe. but So all the all the audio is there. There's nothing cut out of anything on that feed, and it should upload directly to Spotify and different places, Podbean, any, anywhere else. But a few episodes here and there, there's there's just issues with them. And, I, and for the life of me, I can't figure it out because I've tried re-uploading. I've uh, reached out to each one of those different companies, and... Um, well, when you're a podcast that's not reaching millions, they 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 were helpful, but they just said, "Hey, try re-uploading it again." Then that's all they could tell me. So, anyways, um, you can always check out the the podcast though. If you if you find one though that uh, there's parts of it missing, where it'll start from the beginning and then like all of a sudden it, I'm closing it out. Um, please go over to podcast.com and look for "Let This Wine Be in You" podcast, and you'll be able to find the entirety of the audio there. Um, but anyways, but you can always watch these videos. They're broken down by playlist on uh, Let This Mind Be In You on Facebook and as well on YouTube. All right, let's get back into what we've been studying, which of uh, 
if you give me a second here, <clears throat> I'm I'm kind of congested. I don't know what's uh, what's going on, but um, maybe just kind of getting run down a little bit. I cannot wait until I retire. That's short, shortly, uh, less than less than four months now, like three and three months and some change. So I'm looking forward to it. But um, anyways, uh, so we're back in the book of Acts. <clears throat> if I clear my throat a lot, you understand why. I should probably push the cough button, but what are you going to do? Um, but we're back in the book of Acts, and we've made it to Acts chapter 15. Now, uh, when we go into this, you'll, you'll, know, you'll notice um, there's different teaching out there. There's, there's different uh, points of view and different things like that. Um, some people think that they know exactly where I fall down, uh, you know, fall on my doctrinal views and this, that, and the other thing. And you may be correct, but, um, some have started labeling or calling me, which, um, I don't know, I guess is might as well, but, um, they've been calling me like mid acts or Pauline or mid acts dispensationalism and stuff like that, which is, uh, which is to say that there is a, a distinction between Israel and church body of Christ and uh, so forth and so on. And we'll see like there's this layout of that here in mid acts, acts chapter 15. Um, some have, you know, have said that I've been, you know, espousing these views for a while, especially with my uh, millennial reign series and everything like that. Uh, take it with it, what you will, but we're going to discuss a few little things tonight and go through things very slowly. I, I kind of contemplated, well, should we just stay in Acts and just as we've been kind of doing, not really turn into a lot of other different places? Because remember, Acts uh, is not a doctrinal, so to speak, book. There's maybe doctrines espoused throughout here, and we'll we'll point out a few little things. Um, but um, there, it's it's just an account the acts of the apostles, you know, uh, Peter, James, and John, you'll see them in the beginning. And then you'll see in Acts chapter 15 after this, it's exclusively Paul, Paul all the time, you know? And, um, so, but, uh, just keeping in mind what the context is, you know, Paul has already gone on, you know, what we would consider one missionary journey. Um, he, he's already gone around with Barnabas. Uh, we've been looking at that quite a bit, but I decided instead of just staying directly in Acts, we're, we're going to go over to, to the Paul's account of this um, this event uh, quite a bit. So that's found in Galatians chapter two, and we'll, we'll turn over there uh, quite a bit. But let's just get started and let's see what uh, God has for us in his word today. OK, shall we? So I got my new glasses on here, which are bifocals. And I just had my birthday this past week, so thank you for everybody that reached out and said happy birthday. 42. I know that's not very old, but I feel it sometimes. So now with bifocals, I'll look down through my bifocals here and start reading. I avoided it for a long time, but it's time. But All right, verse number 1 of Acts chapter 15. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. First and foremost, before we get kind of like, let's talk about circumcision real quick. No, don't worry. I'm not going to get all, all graphic, but we everybody understands what circumcision of the flesh is, and I don't have to go into details here. But when it talks about Moses, well, Moses brought forth the law. But if you remember, this circumcision 
to uh, as a called out group does not start with Moses. It starts with Abraham. Just remember that. Okay. We'll, we'll go into this though. Abraham, you know, Isaac and Jacob, they, they were circumcising as a, as a seal, as a covenant. God told, you know, Abraham after eight days, this is all. So right away, this group of people are going back to Moses when they should have come, went back even further, but they're wanting to bring law into it. And what you'll see is that there's a lot of people that as they, we go through this, what you can see now is uh, people may be labeled Judaizers and uh, they're not incorrect in what they're following as instructions for them. Um, if you'll see this, there's uh, as we kind of read through this today, there's not like a, a dispute of whether or not this is still not necessary for those of the uh, prophetic uh, remnant, uh, this little flock, this uh, Israel. There's not a there's not a sense that oh, what these guys are doing are wrong. That they should, you know, do away with all this stuff that they they follow after circumcision and and baptism and different other things that they were going through uh, were about. There's not a repudiation of that, but how they're trying to bring that and apply it to this mystery revealed from Paul. Now, as Paul's going through there, he's like, this is not the case. God has revealed something to me, and I have this gospel, as we're going to find in the um, account in, in Galatians, the gospel of the uncircumcision. And they're going to see that very clearly. So right off the bat, though, I just want to kind of lay some groundwork with that as far as what the context of all this is. But it says there, you cannot be saved. Now, they brought it in verse number one. They bring it into salvation. Now... This is interesting <clears throat> uh, because I, I want to kind of bring something up about, you know, salvation as far as future salvation. Paul talks about this in Romans where all of Israel shall be saved. You know, they will be saved um, after the time of Jacob's trouble, believing remnant Israel, those that are remaining, that are believers, those that uh, get their head cut off they're for the cause of Christ and those that are going about as far as this kingdom gospel that they're preaching, they will be saved. At this the time, uh, as you know, we already went through this in the book of Acts, when Peter talks about the, uh, and I'll give the exact term here, in Acts chapter 3, where he says, uh, sorry, <clears throat> the times of refreshing. You see this in verse 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. That's when they will be saved. And I'm not talking about there's no sealing of the Holy Spirit for these individuals and that somehow or another they're saved by works or anything like that. What I'm saying to you is, is that their bodily resurrection, which remember sin is in the flesh, that's that's proven over time and time again. Paul talks about that sin that's in me is not in me, the real me. It's in my flesh. A wicked man that I am, Paul even says, is, is that he's trying to bring it in. Say, well, okay, at least all this kind of stuff. For Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him. What is James trying to do? James is basically trying to say, hey, why don't you guys, like, I understand you have this liberty. Paul's got some things that are hard to be understood. Yeah, two different groups here, but 
you know, what would make it a little bit easier if you guys just kind of avoided all that stuff? And Paul says the same thing later on in his epistles. Does he not? Where he says to them, look, if you know this offends a offends somebody, it's going to cause them to stumble and fall, a weaker brother or something, don't do it. Do you have the liberty to? Yeah, everything is lawful unto me. Not all things are expedient, he says, though. That's very interesting. So James is kind of saying, and to me, he's saying the same kind of thing. Because he said, uh, you know, every city that, Paul, you're, you're in, there's people that preach Moses. There's believers in Jesus Christ. But they're part of this kingdom group. They had different instructions, and oh, it's going to really cause them a lot of problems. Not saying Paul compromise and all these other kinds of things, but maybe just consider each other. To me, that's what he's trying to get to. He's not trying to bring them back under the bondage. But everywhere Paul would go, see, there was that rule had to break both ways. You know, well, yeah, you guys keep, you know, doing all those kinds of things. But, you know, make sure you do that or else you're not saved or you're not as spiritual as us and all these other kinds of things. And, hey, don't be brought under the that yoke of bondage. Paul told, oh, foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? I tell you who's bewitching them. They're these spiritual people that have been given the oracles of God previously, the, the this Jewish nation, Jewish believers that would try to get them bewitched or confused with all this spirit. You know, oh, man, look, man, these guys are super spiritual. They know the, the Torah. They know the, the law, man. They, they boy, they've been they known the one true God a lot longer than me, you know, and boy, I, you know, I used to. I used to be, you know, worshiping Diana or whatever. I used to be like sacrificing to whatever Greek or Roman God. But now I'm a believer. And boy, I guess that is important. And they would lose sight of the liberty in which they had and get their focus on different things. Paul addresses this. But anyways, James is bringing this up. And I think we'll go ahead and stop here. Uh, because of verse 22, then pleased that the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Barnabas and Saul, namely Judas, surnamed Barsabas and Silas. We'll see that name again, chief among the brethren. So once again, there, there's going to be these men that travel back with Paul and Barnabas. There's going to be some things that come up. But I just want to lay this right now. You know, call it what you want. Mid-Acts, label, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh I just say, look, you can't sit there and try to say that there's not a difference between these two groups. They're both believers. They both can't be right. Well, actually, they're both right. But one group is trying to bring the subject in, into this other group. Hey, Paul, you know, man, yeah, I see all these things. Peter stands up. Yeah, remember, you know, Gentiles came in through, even through our group here. Yeah. So, you know, Gentiles are the same as us. There is no respecter of persons. James stands up as like, well, you know, this seems like this is right here. That there, you know, Paul's been getting something different here. Remember Simeon, he said this, the Gentiles, and he's bringing all this kind of stuff. And he said, but why are you going to try to bring, why are you going to try to bring this yoke upon them? Same thing Peter said. Uh, so let's just tell them, you know, Hey, just abstain from these things. If you possibly can, please, you know, especially while we're around. The point is, is that there's a difference between the two groups and we're going to try to continue this acts chapter 15. I know I went extra long than I thought I would go, but, um, just wanted to lay that groundwork 
And just understand through your Bible, when you read it, don't try to take mail that's mailed to somebody else. Don't try to take the instructions for one group and try to apply it to you. Because now, regardless of what anybody says, there is no, there is no uh, kingdom group around. There's nobody left alive from that group at all. Their ministry, especially right here, like you can see it just kind of disappear from the history pages. And like I said before, the, the nail in the coffin, I believe, is the, the destruction of the temple where they're just like, oh, well, I guess that's it for us. And then, you know, John is still alive and Jesus says he reveals to him as he prophesied he would. This generation would not pass until they see these things come to pass. John's still alive and he physically sees, I believe, these things come to pass as Jesus said he would. And then he gets to see the renewal of this kingdom group again. Well, does the kingdom group happen to be coinciding ever again with us, the body of Christ? No. Because we are captured away. We won't see this day, this great day of the Lord, this week of Daniel's trouble, because it's not meant for us. It's meant for Daniel's people and Daniel's holy city. Anyways, we'll get back to into Acts chapter 15 next time. Hope that makes a lot of sense. I know there's a lot of stuff we just covered. But um, if you have any questions, you can always reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I'm always willing to talk it through. And then, obviously, if you got my personal number, just give me a call. All right. So I know it doesn't please everybody, but please just give. You know, we're not trying to be pleasers of men. We're just trying to follow the word as it's clearly spoken, okay? I'm not trying to bring a, a spurt, certain um, mindset into this. I really am. I, I'm really not trying to, to do that. I, I'm, I give it my best effort to try to remove any preconceived notions. But every single time that you go to God's word and he reveals again and again over and over plainly that there's, there's something that's changed here. Something has happened in the book of Acts at this point, and what was that? Why is there 13 epistles from this, this man, Paul? Why is there so much uh, um, clearing this up? Why does he say that he has his gospel, my gospel, which was given unto me? Why does he keep saying that? Well, it's because he's been given a different marching order, so to speak. Can Jews come into the, into the body of Christ? Of course. But once they're in the body of Christ, there is no Jew or Gentile. Just us, the body of Christ. Anyways, uh, let's hopefully finish it up next week. We'll be back in Acts chapter 15. Thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You. I really do appreciate you joining me. And please, please, please share, like, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. Tell all your friends. Love you in the Lord. God bless you. Good night.